Hey girl, today on the show, we're talking about rejection and how it is your opportunity for redirection in your life and in your recovery from disordered eating. You're going to want to listen to this one. I hope it blesses your Thursday. I hope it gives you something to think about when it comes to the fear of being rejected, the fear of failure, of not being good enough. So if you struggle with these fears and you're finding it so hard to step past them into who you were made to be and what you're meant to become and do in this world, then this episode is just for you. Listen in. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nickel, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Eleanor Roosevelt says this famous quote, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And I've always loved that quote because isn't it the truth? We spend every single waking hour, I feel like these days, worrying about what other people are thinking, worrying if we're good enough, worrying if we're small enough, worrying if we're going to fit in, if other people are going to like us, if they're going to be okay with the choices that we make over our own lives. It's time to stop. It's time to take your power back. It's time to get some bounce back so that you can utilize that for your recovery forward. Rejection is your opportunity for redirection. And the truth is that no one can make you feel inferior unless you're giving them the power to do so. Eating disorders are all derived from establishing unhealthy coping mechanisms of control and safety when maybe you've grown up or needed an environment to escape. Eating disorders core issues are to control, to have perfection, to continue these coping behaviors that are negative and disconnection. The real trap with this is the isolation and that voice in your mind becoming a friend that you don't even realize is your very own worst enemy. Truth is, eating disorders are a cover-up from so much more, a mask that you can put on in order to prevent being fully seen. Gosh, do I remember the day where I could be isolated, I could hang out with my BFF, my eating disorder, I could sit in my own little corner of the world under a rock, feeling some sense of control. But this was a false sense, a false sense of control. And what I self-portrayed to the world was a lie. It was the world's ideals as this protection mechanism over my life and over my authentic self. And over time, I didn't even know who I was anymore. I was so worried about what other people were gonna think that I didn't even know what I thought. I didn't even know if I liked who I was because guess what? I didn't recognize her anymore. If you're feeling like that today, 
My goodness, do I see you, friend? If you have fear, fear of failure, fear of not being enough, fear of not being liked, fear of being rejected, I'm here whispering into your ear today on this Thursday that you are enough. You're more than enough. And rejection is actually your opportunity for redirection. Connection is wired into us at birth. We actually are born to be in community with other people. We're not born to live and process and do life alone. And I talk about this regularly on the show, but it's so important to find that tribe, to find that community. And that's why your subconscious brain is always searching, searching for that place that feels safe, searching for those friends, searching to be liked. It's not wrong. It's just, where are you allowing that power of other people, the labels of other people to define your truth? We were never supposed to live life for others' approval of our life. The world has molded us into the truth of what the world wants. But what do you want, friend? What do you want for your life? What are your core values, your morals, your compass inside of you, your intuition, your authentic self? You and I, we were born to thrive, to be a warrior, to be a conqueror. You were born with a unique brilliance, a calling, a purpose. You're allowed to feel sad if someone that you love has rejected you. Maybe at a young age, you were made to feel only seen when you performed well, only seen when you sucked your stomach in and stood up straight. Maybe at a young age, you took pride and being liked. So you realized that you would do whatever you had to do to make that so. Maybe you were bullied, left out, abandoned, betrayed. Maybe you overachieved, overworked, overcontrolled, and overcommitted to making other people happy because it gave you a false sense of purpose. But this is what's created this monster of a belief that if you're smaller, If you're thinner, if you're faster, if you're stronger, then you're better. And maybe you were rejected time and time again, only validating your feelings about yourself, diminishing your self-worth. But instead of stuffing feelings, the only way out is to hit them head on. And so today I want to talk about how you can leverage your bounce back superpower to help you move from rejected to recovered. If you live with fear of this rejection, you can move past it, but you must acknowledge that the rejection is there. You actually have to grieve it. You have to target it. You have to go to that place of what it is that hurts and you have to face it. This is where it's tricky. This is where it gets a little hard And we don't like to sit with those feelings. We don't like to process them because they feel heavy. But in order to move past the fear of not enoughness, in order to move past it, we have to acknowledge that it's there, that it happened, whether it's actually ours to own. And then we have to change the meaning we've allowed it to hold over our lives. I heard this saying, and it brings so much power to this conversation. A boo is not any louder than an applause. 
It's what we tie that to, what we're making that boo mean about you that feels louder. Essentially what I mean there, friend, is that if you're on a stage with your eyes closed and the whole world is booing you, but you have purpose in your heart and you know what you're doing is your truth, then you can hear your own applause louder than that boo. But if you're on a stage and everybody is cheering you on, that boo isn't any louder than that cheer. But when you hear that boo, maybe you're making it mean something so much more than it should. You must acknowledge that rejection happens. You have to grieve it. Then you have to get to the root of it and you have to pluck it out. The meaning of rejection is so important because it's what you're making it mean about not being enough. And then you have to use it. You have to use that meaning of rejection as your opportunity for redirection in your life. Instead of making you bad leading to inadequacy, how can you reflect on reality right now and increase this bounce back rate to help you propel into your recovery. When I'm rejected, when I'm feeling overlooked, when I'm feeling not enough, in fact, it's something I've struggled with my entire life, I remind myself that rejection is actually God's protection over me. If I was meant to knock down that door, it would have opened, but it didn't. If I was meant to have that person in my life, they would have stayed but they didn't. Rejection isn't fatal, sis. It's merely someone else's opinion. But the reality is eating disorders are fatal. So what are you gonna allow to define your truth, to define your future, to define where you are right now? You can view rejection as part of life. You are not for everyone. I am not for everyone. Rejection is just a sign that they weren't meant to take this part of your journey with you. And that's okay. It's okay to let that be. It's okay to be disappointed in that truth. And it's okay to not tie it to your meaning of self-worth. They failed to see your worth, but your worth doesn't change because of that failure. Rejection, it's just a course correction. Do you hear me? It is a course correction, an opportunity to dig into your power, your truth, and realign with your core values, no matter what other people do around you. So I want you to get good at bouncing back. Where have you felt this rejection in your life? The sting of not feeling good enough, of not being seen, of stuffing feelings, wanting to prove your value to other people, wanting to feel, enough, but no matter how much you try to prove that to other people, it's you that you need to convince. You see, you're worth so much more than an eating disorder. You are worth so much more than other people's opinions over your life. Whether that's what's gotten you to this place and this disordered relationship with food or whether right now you're concerned about the judgment from other people if you happen to recover. What if I fail and my husband thinks that I'm a failure? What if I succeed and everyone judges me as I weight restore? Sis, start asking the question, so what? So what? Are they living in your skin? Are they living in your shoes? Are they living in your life? 
hit those feelings head on, sit with those feelings, and then get good at bouncing back. What others say about you when others reject you, it's really none of your business. It's not. What's more important to focus on is that regret from never moving forward, from staying here because of what everyone else is going to say or think is actually more painful than rejection itself. You see, the truth is that you're not afraid of healing. The truth is maybe you've allowed yourself to believe that lie so that you can stay here because maybe you're worried that once again, you just won't be enough. Every single thing that's happened in your life up to this point is all part of the plan. Any rejection that others have put on your life is all part of the plan. Any rejection that you've allowed to sink in to your heart and to your spirit is all part of the plan because now you can use that rejection as opportunity, as leverage to empower yourself out and to continue along the recovery path. Who cares is what I want you to start saying. Do I care? Is that my eating disorder in my mind telling me I should care about what other people are thinking of my body? Even if I care about how I'm feeling right now in my body, is that such a distorted view of what the world wants me to be that I'm basing my entire belief around that? Is it actually my belief? Sis, you are so worthy of a life free from an eating disorder and you can't go out and change the world unless you start inside. Eating disorders are bred off of rejection. They're bred off of fear of failure. They're bred off of not being enough. They're bred off of not being liked and they thrive in an environment of aloneness. But I have good news for you today. Instead of stuffing your feelings, instead of living with that fear that other people have rejected you your whole life and therefore you're just not worthy of it, instead of creating that self-sabotage narrative, instead of allowing your mind and your heart to marinate in that wrongful truth, I want you to use that as redirection power. You must acknowledge the rejection happened. You must grieve from it. Then you must change the meaning associated with it. And then you must step into it like you are taking over the world. I believe in you, friend. I know that you have exactly what it takes right now inside of you to heal yourself. And I believe that you are not rejected. You are going to be recovered. And I believe that rejection doesn't define you, but that you can recover and redirect, transform and change your entire future and everyone else's in your life. Sis, if you're looking to not do this alone, if you're looking for a safe place, the first thing I want you to do is come on out to our private Facebook community, www.herbestselfsociety.com. I want you to introduce yourself. We'll welcome you. We will love on you and we will meet you right where you are along this path. And then the second thing I want you to do is go on out to the website, www.herbestself.co. If you're ready to change the way that you're doing your life, if you're ready to drop the labels of others, if you're ready to stop living in chains around your unhealthy relationship with food 
and controlling every morsel of it that's entering or exiting your body, then I want you to fill out a client application and come work with me. I have two slots available right now. I cannot wait to love on you, to meet you, and to hear your story. And friend, you know where to find me. I will see you here real soon on Monday. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Use this opportunity to turn your rejection and your past of not enoughness into a beautiful canvas of redirection. You so deserve it. Oh friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show. And I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time. Bye for now, girl.